Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's John W. Davis with Pavy. You're listening to the Spark Report. What's going on, Pav? How so, you doing? Man, how you doing? We ain't done with these in how long? Like what a, a month or two? Oh, it's been a while. Was it? Was the last one we did right after the season? No, it was when I came back from my trip. We did an off-season report. Yeah, it wasn't that like right after the season though, because like what the season ended. No, I was gone. Remember, as soon as the season was over, I left. I was right, going for right, a month. You're right, you're right, you're right. And then I think right, we did right. one, so. You're right, you're right, you're right. But it's great to be back. It's a lot to talk about. It is a lot to talk about. It's a big month for the WNBA. Yep, free agency starts mm-hmm. very, very soon. The, uh, well, the, they got the uh, college games, which actually I'm pretty yeah. excited to see, actually. They have a pre-period in free agency. Yeah. For two weeks, you can start talking to teams, and then you can technically sign on February 1st. But the big thing that's looming around it is the CBA. The CBA. We don't know how much. The cap is going to be. Yeah. So... I think that's the key is figuring out how much the cap is going to be, how much you have to spend, and then and to like see what the new max deals yeah, are and stuff is like right that. Yeah, yeah yeah see if there's like a designated player like a designated superstar clause or something like that because L A is a destination when you look at the WNBA all the teams there's not many markets you'd rather spend the summer in than L A. Now, granted, the thing about it is, it does help. It's it, that it is the summer, mm-hmm. so it's like even some of the cold weather places like Chicago, or New York. Oh, summertime shy is great. No, even no, I mean even like a Washington, like even you know Washington D.C. in the summer ain't bad, right? I mean that's Vegas. Uh-huh. So the, the good part about the WBA, Vegas is hot. yeah, Vegas is hot, but it's but it's Vegas though. Yeah, I, I got like I get I get to be in Vegas for three months. Uh, why not? But L.A. is a Shout out to my I agree, in, like, state of Indiana. I used to live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, yeah, yeah. so shout out to the Hoosiers. But L.A. is a little better destination than nah, Indianapolis. No, 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 100%. Like, L.A. is always L.A., yeah. but I'm just saying the fact that the W, they do play in the summertime, I think it kind of lessens the fact of, like, oh, I need to be in L.A. Okay. That's the only thing I'm saying. I think it lessens the fact because pretty much everywhere has nice weather from June, well, from late, from late May to September. That's a fair point, but... I will say that L.A. has some of the most connected players in the league. Yeah, I mean, um, even, yeah. People most, are friends with our players. People people are friends and just people hang out in L.A. in general, mm-hmm. which is the one which, which is the one advantage that L.A. always has over most cities is because, like, most players from any sport, when they get in the offseason, what, what do they spend their time in? L.A. Right. And if you have other aspirations off the court, it's easier to do, you know um, pursue those things in a market like L.A., as opposed to a place like Dallas or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that that's fair. Right. And that's one of the biggest things about the new CBA is they're talking about the idea of marketing these players better. Where about else time. can you market yourself better than L.A. or New York? Yeah. Vegas, too. You march up there in Vegas, too. Staples Center or Barclays. Staples Center, Barclays. You know what I'm saying? Um, downtown Brooklyn or downtown LA. LA. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's some some great options with that, but you know, when you look at the Sparks roster though, everybody's pretty much on the contract. Yeah. That's you got 12 fair. players and nine of them under nine contract. are under contract and you have an option to bring over one of the top players in Europe from Turkey, Alina Iguapova. I haven't seen her play. So you got like, like go nine and, and a half contracts yeah. that you're working with right now. I need to go and look her up and like see her mm-hmm. actually play. I think her stats are in line with a per 36, like a 25 and five. So okay. just think like. 25 and five assists? Yeah. Okay. 20 points, five. five rebounds, five assists. So like one of those type of guards, kind of like what kinda you like would expect did. Chelsea, Chelsea to do. Yeah, yeah. Expect Chelsea to do. Not saying she's on Chelsea's level. But just. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that's on Chelsea's level right now. But just, but but just uh, when you when you think about when I, when I, when when I think of somebody give, giving you twenty five and five, I think that that's a guard who can play on ball or off ball. It's not like you giving, uh, like you Vandersloot, right? You like eleven and and she had to 11. play off the ball because you know who she played with last year in Turkey, Chelsea Gray. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So Chelsea got, Gray has already played with yeah. this lady, so they have chemistry together. Yeah, I mean they won a championship together in that league. Yeah. In Turkey. Yeah. 
You're I mean, me you don't like somebody you won a championship with. Yeah, I mean, I think bringing her over is probably for one the cheapest option. Mm-hmm. Number one, because my other suggestion is go sign Skylar, which is obviously going to be more expensive. It That's would, a great option. My other suggestion was like go sign Skylar for one. I mean, it would. I think L.A. would be the place to be to go see. I think. I mean, L.A. is the Sparks are always a place to be for women's basketball. I think mm-hmm. like the Staples Center. The fact one, it's in Staples. Is in LA in the you know in the um, summertime. You always see at least one or two NBA players popping in. You know, Kyrie came to a game, Demar came to a game, Gobert came to a game, Rondo came to a game, Trey Young came to a game. Um, this is off the top of my. Karis LeVert came to a game. Jerry Jackson Stewart came, came to, a came to game. a lot of games when she was injured. She, she came yeah. to a game. Didn't Floyd Mayweather came to a Jerry game? Jackson Jr. Jerry, yeah, yeah. Floyd came to a game. Yep. So like there. Is it's already a destination for you know like women's basketball, and I think just adding Skyler into that. If you're talking about from like a business standpoint, mm-hmm. you're talking about marketing leads. Like there would be no team easier to market than yo. We got Skyler Diggins and Kenneth Parker on the same team. And Chelsea Gray, and, and Chelsea Gray, and Necker, and, and Shanae on the same team. Right. Now, granted, it's a lot of star power. Yeah. it's a lot of egos. A lot of things you have to fix. You know, fix out. But I mean, you, I, I think that. But they should be learning how to play together right now. They both on the U.S. national they, team yeah, together. Yeah, they both have those top eight contracts. So that's a trio that can be starting to learn each other. They can be starting to talk to her. Games of chemistry. Hey, Skylar. You want to come on over here? She upset at Dallas, so obviously I would would assume she's not going back to Dallas. I would say the L.A. Sparks have the premier mother of the WNBA, Candace Parker. Yeah. Who's been a mom basically the whole time she's been in the league. She stayed with this team the whole time, so obviously she feels like there's a way to create a support system in LA to raise her daughter and still play for the Sparks at the same time. And that's what Skylar was looking for. She just signed a Rock Nation as well. You know, mm-hmm. like, when it, me, it, me, anything you know about Rock Nation management is, like, they definitely progress their clients and get the best out of them marketing-wise. And you know who Skylar's last favorite coach was? Who? Fred Williams. Okay. He's yeah. an assistant coach, assistant with, coach the with the Sparks. Yeah. They bring him back. So... There's a lot of I mean, synergies there. I, 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 think, I think the only other logical option for her would be New York. I mean, obviously, Rock Nation, mm-hmm. Barclays Center, you know, Jay-Z helped build the Barclays Center. Also, if you talk about Skyler, I think Skyler needs to be in the market. Like, you're yeah. not going to go to Indianapolis. I think that's a logical option for her, though, because yeah. she's got the Notre Dame connection. She's got the affinity for the state of Indiana. She has great memories there. And if you put her on that team... That is her team, no doubt, no questions. They're going to build around Skylar Diggins. I mean, yeah, but it's just like. I'm not saying she should go. I mean, yeah, But yes. I'm saying that's a. I hear you. And you're going to, if Tamika Catchings calls, you're going to listen. I hear you. I feel you. But same time, if I'm Skylar, like, I want to be a superstar. She already is a she superstar. She already is. But can you imagine that in New York or that in L.A.? Even right. that in, like, a place like Vegas or something like that. You're right. Like, I think it just makes you bigger. It now, does. granted, you can be that in Indiana. I mean, let me look. Russell Westbrook was a star in, in, in you know, Oklahoma City. So, especially mm-hmm. with the way social media is, it's not like you need to be in a big market. But I think for a lead that you're still trying to grow, you need your stars to be in premier markets because mm-hmm. you're still trying to grow the WBA. So, like, I think realistically for her, if I'm her, I think my biggest destination, like my top two destinations, like I can't speak for it, but it's just me, would be New York and would be L.A. Okay. So if she was on the Sparks, let's go into this a little bit more then. So obviously you're going to start her, right? Yeah. So you're starting start her in Chelsea in the backcourt. Yes. Who are you starting in frontcourt? Because if you bring her in, she's most likely going to be your premier free agent signing and you're not really going to be adding, <coughs> excuse me, you're not going to be adding much else. How many shots did she take last year? Well, she didn't play, she last, play year. last year. So the year she before. takes a lot. She's scored about 20 points a game. In the league, she's a scorer. I don't know the exact shots, but she's a ball dominant player. She's never really played the two like that. She's never really played with another guard who can kind of dominate. Chelsea the ball can play like the two that. though. I don't want Chelsea to play the two. I would. Much she kind of did it at moments this year though. She played off the ball. Yeah, she mean yeah. she. I mean, because Candace would switch the point guard and Candace would do her thing. When yeah. She, so like they. Now I mean, that's a deferment though. That's just like, you know, you bowing down, Candace I mean, Park. That's yes. the bow down to Candace. I mean, like, thing. I mean, like, yes, but even like I did the podcast earlier in the season, which I thought that she needed to be used a lot, like Jokic. Like you know how like yes, technically Jamal Murray is the point guard yes. of the Nuggets, but Jokic is the point guard of the Nuggets. I right. thought that in many situations Candace was the point guard of the. Uh, 
uh, Sparks. Yeah. You know, 13, 18, yeah, she takes, what, 13 shots? I mean, 13 shots a game, she was 42%. Now, granted, 13 shots, when you talk about in a 40-minute game. Yeah, but look at these averages. We're talking about 20 points her second year. Her fifth year, 18 points. The last year that she played, 18. You see what I'm saying? Like, she scores. She shoots. I don't think that's a bad thing, no. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I really really, really don't think that's a bad thing. I think you put a lot of pressure on teams if you were rolling out Chelsea and Skyler in a backcourt. Yeah, and Chelsea's not going out there giving you 20, though. I mean, that's like a continuation of the Olympic team. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Chelsea's not going out there giving you 20. I mean, like, she's going out there realistically giving you for the most. She's no, 14, Chelsea's 14, not 14. Giving you 20, but that's just because she's not asked to give you 20. If we really wanted Chelsea Gray to give 20, she'd be giving 20. Chelsea Gray can average 20 points. With the way they use her, I don't think she would be giving you 20. No, not the way they use her. With the way they use her. Um, and also, it would she, she wouldn't be able to get trapped as much. They If they did ISO Gray, no. that's 20 every time. Yeah. They want a James Harden, yeah, but also that's the, 20 every night. Yeah, but what you saw in the playoffs where they would like trap her a lot. Mm-hmm. So like if you if you add a guard like Skylar next to her, you really can't trap. I mean, you can trap her if you want to, right. but now you just leave a Skylar over who can one shoot the ball and also create some, you know, um, you that's know, true. um on her own. Now I think if this did happen, you could start Candace, but I think that she would need to work on her spot up threes. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, obviously she was playing through a lot of injuries mm-hmm. last year, so I think last year was kind of like admiration for her. I mean, what she you know started the season had the hamstring, mm-hmm. and I think she had a bad ankle. Yeah, and she's currently strength training right now. Strength That's training what Candace right now. Parker is doing. She's working on her body, the balance, the wholeness of it, everything. Yeah, so I I I, I think you had to evenly distribute the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Candace could take it up sometimes. I think maybe when you know send one of them to the bench. You would have to, I mean, Derek would definitely have to have his work cut out for him, but yeah. I don't think it's a bad problem to have. No. I don't think that it's bad to have two guards who can both go out there and give me 20. You'd have to substitute a lot quicker, though, because that was one thing that I felt like Derek Fisher kind of had, not a problem, but he just got comfortable watching the game, and then you look up and it's three minutes left in the quarter, and you're like, well, I'll just leave him in now. It's only three minutes left. So you got to bring people in and out more if you want to utilize these I mean, players. Because you're going to have a – realistically, you're going to have a three-big rotation. You're going to have NECA, Cheney, and Candace. NECA deserves the most minutes out of them because she's the most efficient player at this time. Okay? She's got to get the highest minutes. Between the two, Candace Parker has shown, you know, player of the week flashes, still like that. I would still put – Candace above Cheney, and then Cheney is still an all star. I think it depends on matchup, though. It does. Because it's like, even, you know, in the, I me, mean, I, I, mean, I told you, even in the uh, playoffs, I was like, yeah, I thought Candace needed to come off the bench. I'm sorry. Like, I, I mean, I knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Honestly, like, that was not like you. I'd love to ask her if she feels like, how effective she feels like she could be. Or she going to give you that mellow answer. <laughs> they say, I got to come off the bench. Like, like, yeah, look. but you know what? I listen to Candace Parker's podcast every week. And shout out Candace. Yeah, shout out to Candace. And she has talked about the fact that she's talked to Mello about his maturation. And before he went to Portland, That's dope. she had talked to him and she felt like that Carmelo was willing to come off the bench in Portland. Yeah. Okay, so she's processing these things through other people. Maybe not necessarily herself, but she's witnessing how you can do it. She saw D-Wade. Now what is D-Wade doing now? He's working with Turner. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there's 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 synergies to be and f- osmosis that's going to be working into her mindset. Like, huh, this is something that can happen, or or, huh, people can really be effective. Like, I don't want to say it, but to be fair, I think the team works best if this was a starting lineup. Chelsea, Skyler, whatever position they cross, whatever, who cares? Like, they playing one and two, don't really matter, interchangeable. TRP, I think she needs to stay. Okay. I think TRP needs to stay, but I think TRP needs to be in the gym working on her threes. Oh, yeah. Most importantly, her corner threes. We're going to talk about that because we're going to talk about all the players on the Sparks that are overseas right now and what we want them to work on. But, yes, TRP, but, corner threes. But most importantly, corner PJ threes. PJ Tucker, that. If she could, yes, if, if she could just shoot 36, 37% from the corners. She was for a lot of the season. 
It, it got cold towards the end. It, it got, got cold. Not it granted. Got frozen towards not granted. The end. Not granted. I know she has shoulder issues, so mm-hmm. obviously it's hard to shoot with bad shoulders. So I yeah. know that you know that. Not that's fair. Um, and then uh, NECA at the four. Reason being is because NECA has shown the ability to be able. I think she's actually a decent corner um, three point shooter. She's she also is. decent from the um, top of the key. Yep. And she would give like if you got Skyler and you got Chelsea out there, you need to get a guard's room to penetrate. Okay, and who you starting to send? And I'll probably start Shanae Center just because she can be like a Trishan Thompson. Okay. All she gonna do is like clean it up. She gonna clean. She gonna clean up all misses. Okay. She not gonna really take too many shots, but she gonna clean up every single miss. Now, granted, I don't think I would end games with Shanae. Okay. I think I would. I, I think Candace would end up playing start a minute. She probably play like twenty eight minutes a so game. So you coming off the bench with Candace, Sydney Weiss, who else? Maria Vadiva. Maria, when she's there. <laughs> Maria she should be there most of the year. Maria, um, well, I mean, it's gonna be hard to work in Maria though. Like, I don't really think you need to play that many. It's, it's gonna be hard to it work is. in Maria. It is. I think you really only. I mean, I think honestly, in like a forty minute game, you really only need to play three bigs. I agree with that. Unless there's extenuating circumstances, exactly. foul trouble, I, something like that, or you just really need like a two three minute spurt of somebody Raquana, to come in. And, so yeah. I'm like coming off the bench with like Raquana. Like I don't think Raquana and Skyler should ever play together. Okay. I think that Chelsea... They have played together before in Tulsa. Yes. They was on the team together. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Raquana drops... 53 50, points. 53 points. Yeah. And she she did that this offseason. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. She that's dropped fair. a 50 no, point that's already. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But I say that because that makes you a very small backcourt. It does. It makes you a very, very, very... I think what, Skyler is 5'9". Raquana that is makes like you five, the size of like the sky backcourt. Yeah. With Vandersloot and Quigley. A personally, five, seven and a 5'9". Personally, I don't really like small guards. Personally, mm-hmm. me personally, I'm a fan of bigger guards. Yeah. Um, and also, I like work using. I also think Chelsea needs to be using the uh, post more, as well. Uh-huh. I think that I would. I would also love to see some lineups in. Let's say they went small. Let's say they put Candace at center. Um, unless well, they can't really do that. They don't really have like a four. Well, if well, if TRP could shoot, uh, uh, um, forty or something like that from the corners. Uh-huh. Her Sydney. Chelsea and like a Requana for like a second, a, like a small period of time. They will just keep neck in. You know they don't take neck out. Fair. <laughs> they will just keep neck. Or, let's be let's or, be honest. They will keep neck in. Or I mean yes, but I think that you could run with that lineup and really really run and like play four out. You could. And I think, but I think in that situation you would have to shoot more threes. Again, oh, I, yes. I, I still think one thing with the WNBA and like why Washington did what they did this yeah, season. Pull it. Yeah, I was like, they would just pull it from, like, they would pull it. Like, they would get, they they would just, I think they took, like, what, 43s in one game? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and you know, another person we haven't even mentioned at all, Marina Mabry. Marina Mabry. She still got hurt. Like, yeah, but she got a lot of players on this team. Yeah, you but. got too many players. I, I Yeah, I agree, but Marina still got to work on her game. Though. Like, I think she's, like, two or three years away from being able to get consistent, consistent minutes. You know what she did? Her Basically, her first game over in Europe this year. She beat the team that had Brittany Griner, the Chicago backcourt, and somebody else. She beat that super team in Russia. It was her and um, another player, but so, I mean. Yeah, but she still, for one, I like, I think that she still tries too hard to use her right hand all the time. Okay. I think she still needs to work on that left. Okay. Uh, I think she needs to not grant it. I appreciate the fact she is not scared to shoot the ball. Yeah. But I do think she needs a little bit more jurisdiction about when she does shoot the ball. A little bit more discretion. A little bit more discretion about yeah. when she does shoot the ball. I'm not but but I appreciate the fact that she will airball the shot and come right back up and shoot the next one like she didn't airball it. Yeah. I appreciate it, but I would just appreciate a little bit more jurisdiction yeah. about when you shoot it. I think one thing that would be great for the Sparks is since you have so many capable players, basically everybody on the roster can get in there and play and help you out, I think that's a great opportunity to increase your pace. Play faster. Create more possessions. Therefore, you need to use more players. But if you're just slowing it down and you half courting it, then you really only need about eight players. And there's going to be some odd women out. You got too many players. I hear you about the play faster thing, but it's like, I don't know if playing fast. And they still have two picks to do as well. Yes, they don't have the first round pick because they traded yeah, it for traded away. They got But they still got a second too. and third yeah, they got round two pick. Picks too. They got, yeah, they, they do have too many. You know they who they can get in the of... second round? Who? Erica. You know Erica's last name? <laughs> okay. Oh, let's get three of them. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm dead serious. I know you're dead serious. I'm super she, dead serious. It's it, 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 it's like one of the best rebounding guards in yes. like. Yeah, what do we need? What guards. do we need? What guards was they complaining about? Right. What was they complaining about? They got out rebounded. What was it? Forty something to twenty something. She is literally, in my opinion, she's literally like a almost a spitting image of Chanae, just five nine instead of six three. Fair. But then she's gonna have perimeter game. So in that, so okay, so in that situation, you talking about then you wouldn't go get Skyler because then that would be nah. You gotta get Skyler too. You, I think, and bring over the uh, lady from Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just trying to have like <laughs> you just trying. To Yo, have. I'm going for a super squad. I'm, I think you have to make some trades. I think I, you, I, I think you got to make some trades. I think you cannot have more than four big players in your rotation right now. They got five, so that's one. So you trade somebody for a pick, just like they did. Because last year before the season, they had six. Yeah, they had Jontel yeah, Lavender. Yeah, and Lavender. they was like, okay, Chicago. She had to go. Right. She was on a max contract. Yeah, and she just had to go. Because if they would have kept her, it'd have been too many. they would have had to have 11 players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Been. So you got to figure out one of those five. And I think it's between Kalani and Maria Vidiva, who you want to trade. Because you're not breaking up the sisters. And Candace Park is not going. And Candace Park is not going over. Right. So unless you tell me, and I've been pushing for it, and I'm gonna say it again until it happens, unless you telling me that you're gonna slide Candace Parker out of the four or five position for at least eight minutes a game to create a little bit more opportunities for everybody else, move her to the three at some point, then one of them's got to go. Okay. And then. You look at the backcourt, and you know how interchangeable Sydney Weiss is. So you keeping her. But then if you bring somebody over like Skyler, and we, I didn't even get to bring up Ariel Powers, you bring over somebody like that. I think that's another option. Then you're looking at this bench like, hmm, I don't know if you really have a role for somebody like Alexis Jones. But I don't think Alexis Jones should not be in the WNBA. No, she's definitely so, a good player. That's another person. Teams could use her. Right. That's another option. Okay? So, right there, I'm creating about three openings. Okay? So, let's say let's say you don't have Elena Beard, you don't have Alexis Jones, and you don't have Maria or Kalani, whichever one. That's three spots. So, there's a Skylar spot. You're bringing back TRP on hers. So, there's a Skylar spot, uh, an Alina Iguapova spot. And the Erica Agumake spot. That's three. Three for three. I don't hate it. I just think that the Sparks, the, the one the one issue that they have is like you kinda got like two teams. Mm-hmm. I still think you got, you know, some pieces from like the team that won in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. But now we're here in twenty twenty. And I think you kinda got like two different teams and you're trying to like work both of the teams in and like make them fit. I think that, that like that's the biggest issue that they have, in my opinion. That is a huge issue. I think that they just have literally two different teams. Like they have still have pieces that were that and and I think those pieces the team is still built around those pieces. Right. They have to come together. They have to decide like how they can meld those two together. Because that was sort of the issue at the end of the season. You had proven championship players who had won in 2016 yeah. and like, well this is how we won, but then you had a coach who was like well, we ain't gonna win like that anymore. Man, you just had different players and and players who were like yeah. Chelsea wasn't playing a pivotal role mm-hmm. at that point in time. She's playing yeah. a pivotal. I mean, I think she was arguably the best player on the team, mm-hmm. and in like moments, I think that the team should be built more around her and more around what she does. And I don't think the team is really built more around her and more around. It's what not, she does. but she's the engine. But that's an opportunity for whoever becomes a GM to say. Which, 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 which also I think will help. I think mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, you have a new GM, well, well that you're going to have a new GM, hopefully it's somebody from outside the organization and not that was already in the organization. Reason, reason I said it is I just think you need some new ideas. 
Okay. As opposed to somebody who was already there and might and you know have been there for some years and okay, like this is how things. I think you just need some new ideas. So I think that that like that will help and bring you know a different spark to the roster and and maybe could also attract you know some free agents uh, as well. Like maybe you know and and it just brings some energy back. Like sometimes no diss to Penny. I like I, Penny was always great to me. Right. You know like great to us like, in the media. But I think that sometimes you just want to hear a new voice. Mm-hmm. You know she's been there for what twenty years. Yeah, basically, like sometimes she it's scored just, the first basket. Scored the first basket, and there was just a few months between her being a player and then GM. Yeah, and in that time from being GM, she had bumped herself down to coach, back up to GM. Yeah, it's just like sometimes you just need longest tenured GM in WNBA history. It's just like sometimes you just really need a new voice, mm-hmm. and with a new voice, really, especially going into it. I mean, look, it's 2020. The way you play basketball yeah. at every level of basketball is just different. Yeah. Sometimes you just need some new ideas. Do you think there's any opportunity? Like, if you had the opportunity to say bring in Skylar Diggins Smith and another Olympic level player. That's too much, bro. Would you do it? That's too much. I mean, you could do it just because of the fact, like, why not? We play in L.A. This is like a, that's because like a very think about LA it thing like to this. do. Think about it like this. So you have. But it's just like, it's one basketball. Bro. I know, but think about it like this. So you have Candace Parker, who has been on Olympic teams before. She's not going to be on anymore in the future. So former Olympian. But then current. Chelsea, NECA, Skyler, and then, I don't know. Unless that Olympian is going to be like the defensive player of the year, I'm straight on it. Okay. I don't think... It's only I one basketball. I don't bro. think Natasha Howard was a free agent. So. It's like, it's it's literally only... Everybody can't want to shoot. Yeah. So, no way Liz No. Comes. No. Okay. No. All right. Let me throw... Unless you're going to trade NECA or somebody <laughs> like that and you're not. No. So, no. No, no you're not trading NECA. You're not trading NECA. All right, here. Let me go on some other people. Let's see. Is there anybody from the Connecticut Sun you can see coming? I mean, could sure. You, could I you mean, see Courtney Williams coming? She's not. That's not gonna happen. But I mean, sure, if it could happen, like yeah, go get it. That's not gonna happen though. Okay. I think Strickland would be. You know, I mean, she's a she's a uh, she's a knockdown. I mean, she she's not the defender that TRP is, of course, right. but she's definitely a shooter. Now, and if you got her, then you could do the little playing small thing that I said because it's not you really wouldn't be playing that that small. Right. Um, but no, I, 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 I think if you're Connecticut and them, I think that they want it now. Here, go down do some. Let me go down the back. She did. Well, no, she's restricted. So that's not, I was, uh, Rachel. She did come in and flame up a couple games for Connecticut. You know, she, she did come in and flame up a couple games. I'm just saying, but I think if you're Connecticut, you're probably just staying put. Okay. Here, let's do this then before we move on to the Sparks overseas. So I think the the best unrestricted free agent on the Atlanta Dream is probably Angel McCautry. If you had the opportunity to bring her over, would you? Not really. She's 30. Okay. No, not really. Next team, Chicago Sky. The best are probably Vandersloot and Quigley. Vanderquigs, as they call them. Yeah, but the Mary Backcourt. Yeah, but they not. They There's a package deal. Yeah. They, if you yeah. had the opportunity to bring both of them over, would you? Why? Okay, right. So you probably can't do that. Next team, Connecticut Sun. If you have the opportunity to bring John Quill Jones over, would you bring her over? Yeah, but somebody got to go. So, no. Right. What about Courtney Williams? Yeah, if she wants to come, I don't think that's going to happen, though. I don't know. Daddy Don seen a lot of spotlight. Can yeah, you imagine but Courtney was, Williams in L.A.? I mean, yes. You know, L.A. would love Courtney Williams. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. and like She I, could start. She could come in and no, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 100%. But, I mean, if you just look at what Connecticut had, like, I don't think Connecticut wants to let her get away. I don't think so either. I don't think she would yeah, want to leave. Yeah, I don't. Like, it just even, I mean, they've built this thing. Like, all of them together built mm-hmm. this thing from the ground up. You got that far. You got to game five. Why not run it back and try to win it all this time? Right. Dallas Wings. Skylar Diggins-Smith. That's got to be the play, right? That's yeah. That's got to. be I mean, the play. it makes sense on every single level. It it makes sense on the basketball court, and it makes sense one thousand percent business wise. Right. Who not like people who don't even care about the WNBA? We had this conversation off here. If you want to tell me the most five most marketable people, mm-hmm. Candace Parker because it's Candace Parker, right? Uh, Liz because what Liz does as a personality off the court, and also she's great on the court. Right. Her as a personality off the court, Skylar Diggins. Yeah. Uh, Suber, Diana Taurasi. Yeah, and honestly, 
with all the shine Janae is getting, I might sneak her up. Janae, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd sneak her in there, probably over Tarazi, because she seems to be kind of fading to the Nah, the reason why I'm not going to put her over Tarazi is because Tarazi is a basketball legend. Tarazi is like Kobe. Yeah, but it's like Kobe before we knew that Kobe was going to start doing like storytelling and stuff like that. Remember when there was like that period where Kobe was just you, but, chilling and we was like, you, where's Kobe? Yeah, Where but Kobe? like Kobe got like out of shape yes, but, and he was just like enjoying retirement. Yes, but if Diana Taurasi shows up, Diana, people, Diana Taurasi will still put people in the seat just because you know the name Diana Taurasi. Okay. So Aces, Liz Cambage. No, it doesn't make sense unless you're going to trade somebody. There's no way that makes sense. You, you going to add another big? It's Liz Cambage. She can shoot threes if you let her. Doesn't She's an easy bucket inside. Doesn't she move loves the LA. She has the same agent as all of them. Doesn't move the needle for me. Okay. The re- but, but, but the reason why I'm saying that is You put her on your team, she can't beat you on another. Yeah, but there's also a certain thing called team chemistry. <laughs> and we also got to like, like formulate the best roster. You just can't like yeah. just pick the best player. Like, ah, oh, yeah, go play together. All right. LA Sparks, if you had to bring back one player between... Elena Beard, Chelsea Gray, and Tierra Ruffin Pratt. I mean, obviously it's Chelsea, but I okay. but but I think Tierra is a person you 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 would want to keep as well. Okay, Minnesota Lynx. Any way you want Simone Augustus? Nah, because I think she's kind of like on her like last couple of legs. I think she's literally on her last leg. I didn't want to say that, but I'll say it. Okay, I go on the record. <laughs> I say she's on her last leg. <laughs> but she know she's known that she wants to retire as a Lynx. Player. Yeah. So I mean that's just a no that too. I don't that think too. she's going anywhere. She's a legacy player. You know, that too. whatever they need to pay her, they'll pay her, and then eventually they know she'll be gone she'll, and yeah. they can kind of move on to the Nafisa Collier era. All right. Liberty. They got a lot of players. What about Tina Charles. No. <laughs> Does a quick no. No. Anybody she can else? hoop though. She's a hooper, but just no. Bria Harley, no, because I would rather just sign the uh, you know, the uh the uh the uh, lady from Turkey. Yeah. Elena Equipo. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you presented Skylar Diggins Smith. Mm-hmm. I present you. I don't think you can get Brittany Griner, realistically. It wouldn't even make sense if it were. Right. But I think there's room for Dewana Bonner. Because I believe Dewana Bonner is a shooter. I believe she can drive. I can believe she can pass. I just think she's a very versatile player. And I think at her height, She's listed at 6'4", 137. That's a two-guard. Yeah, they got that guard for us three-time That's All-Star. a two-guard. She shoes. Well, she was 27% from three last year, so I don't know about Yeah, she, but look she, at some she, other 31, years. 31, 32, 25. She can stretch the floor. I mean, she's not great at it, but... What she did mean? give you seven rebounds. She gave you two assists. She gives you a steal. Uh, what, what's her defensive one shares? Uh, she's really, really... Wasn't was it, was it she on the all-defensive team? I think she's been on it before. I don't know about this last year, but I mean, I mean, I mean, her defensive win share is one point eight. Uh, her defensive rating is ninety nine. So that's all star. Nah, I mean, think about how. Long I mean, her defensive rating be. is ninety nine. But the thing about her defensive rating, if you got to remember, she is playing with Brittany Griner. That's true. You don't play defense by yourself. When you play with Brittany Griner, you can kind of just shade people. Like, yeah, I dare you to go in there. We got Nacka. Sparks have NECA. That's fair. NECA's a great defender. She is. No, great no, 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 no. Probably one of the best defenders in women's basketball history. I agree, but I think her is like, I think on ball, she's better. And I think Brittany is like a more intimidating shot blocker. But I, but, 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 like, but like, I agree, like on ball, especially in the post, like NECA's great. She's like amazing. But I think like Brittany Griner was just out because she's 6'7". She's more intimidating. Like she's, she's like a Gobert. Okay. But I don't hate that. I don't hate that suggestion. I, I I don't hate it. But in that situation, I wouldn't bring TRP back. I and I would just put Dewana at the three. I agree with that. And just see what happens. Yeah, I agree with that. I would still put her as a second or third level priority behind Skylar Diggins-Smith. But I think she's got to be an option because she's so versatile. If she and, wants and, to leave. Uh, and imagine how many Phoenix. open shots she would get on the Sparks. I mean, she'd be open all the time. I don't know if she'd be open all the time. Okay, they're not doubling her. No, nah, they're not going to double her, but I don't know if she'd be open all the time. Okay. It like depends on who's playing it, too. Anybody on the Seattle Storm? Brianna Stewart. 
I mean, <laughs> of course, but she's not coming. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, but like she's not coming. Right, right. Even so, I don't even think that would even fit fit like that to you, me. You make it work. <laughs> you make it work. Make it's it MVP. Work. You make it work. It's fair. That was not want to come. You make it work. That's the next thing, the Mystics. But realistically, oh man, what if somehow, some way, would you take Emma Mieseman? Yeah, she can shoot. Right. I started. Who going to the bench? Somebody. In that situation. But you know what? She's willing to come off the bench, though. Because she came off the bench with the Mystics, and she balled. Yeah, but then what about Shanae? She's a great analyst. You are hilarious. She said she's a great analyst. She was hilarious. No, I mean, not. Nah. <laughs> it's Emma Mason. No, this Emma le- would this be great. This lady was the finals MVP. Yeah, Emma would be great. But come on, in the playoffs for the last two rounds was arguably better than Elena Deladon. No, yes, she Deladon was. was hurt. No, she she was. And she she's was, got she was. similar skill set to Deladon. She was, she was better, but she's not leaving Washington. Washington would be in completely insane to let her get away. Okay, but you know who could leave Washington? Ariel. Yeah, Ariel Powers. I, I would be fine with that. She could. She can. She can play the two. She's younger, so I would put her as a second priority over Bonner. So if I was ranking them, I would say Skylar Diggins-Smith first, Ariel Powers is my second target, and Dewana Bonner is my third target. They have her as a forward? Yeah, she played forward. She's played forward basically her whole career. She played forward I mean, she in shot, college. I mean, she shot 36% from the field. She's not tall, but she knows how to play the way. Yeah, but then I give you a really small team, though. She don't, well, she could be a two here. She could be a two guard for L.A. She doesn't have to play forward, but she just has the ability to because they essentially played three guards at all times. The thing about it, yes, if you bring her over, but if you do that, you have to best utilize that team. And I don't, and I don't know if they want to shoot like that and get up and down and shoot like that. But you have to best utilize that team if you well, were to bring her over. When you want to shoot like that. They didn't do it last year, so I don't know. Just because you didn't do it before doesn't mean you shouldn't do it in the future. I agree. I think I I personally think in women's basketball, I think it's foolish that everybody don't play like Washington. Like right. what are y'all like everybody should be out there shooting threes. Like what why not? The game is predicated and built off skill. Not like y'all finna be flying through the air. Everybody should be out there shooting threes. Why not? Right. I mean, even the bigs, you about six three? That's an NBA point guard. Shoot. Everybody should. You actually probably got better forms than the guards do. Because you taller. <laughs> True. Yeah. It'd be more natural. Be more natural. I think everybody should shoot. But if you're going to bring her over, you have to let everybody know, like, yo, this is the way we're going to play basketball now. We are going to shoot. Mm-hmm. All the bigs work on your corner threes. All the guards work on your wing threes. And we're going to get out there and shoot the basketball. Okay, then. So, speaking of working on... There are six players from the Sparks who are overseas right now. I'm looking at the Winsider overseas tracker. So if you want to see all the different teams, I mean, there's teams like the Indiana Fever where basically the whole roster is overseas. But then there's teams like the Aces where they only have a couple players overseas. But the Sparks, just a little below average because the Sparks have a lot of broadcasters. Mm. So they have Janae broadcasting, Elena broadcasting, Candace Parker broadcasting, NECA and Chelsea National teaming. Mm-hmm. So that's six right there. I'm not exactly sure what Alexis Jones' status is right now, but I know for a fact that Kalani Brown is overseas yeah, in China. Yeah, China. Mabry is in Latvia. Maria Vadiva, obviously in Russia. Russia. Sydney Weiss has been going to Spain. Kwana yeah, Williams yeah. is dropping 50 in Turkey. To Turkey yeah. And TRP just went overseas recently. Mm-hmm. And she just she decided that she didn't want to go early, but. Because she had to get a probably a body to go. She wanted to play January until. So that's what she's doing right now. So you got six players, and five of them are under contract. Kalani, Mabry, Vadiva, Weiss, and Williams, all under contract for the Sparks. Let's start with alphabetical order. Kalani Brown, what do you want her to work on in this offseason? Just being stronger in the post and being more, like, decisive with her moves and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. sometimes she brings the ball down and she doesn't really have to. I think I just want to just, like, really, really, really utilize her size. And I think that um, her mid-range jumper as well. I think that she could work on it. I mean, she has a good shot. Mm-hmm. I think she could just work on it and just improve it as well. So probably that and just being more decisive down low and really, really taking advantage of her size. Does it make you feel good to know that her best game overseas, she had 
basically like a 37 and 20 game. Great. That's what she could do every day. Does it make you feel good to know that her main teammate on the Magic Deer is Han Shu, who is the 6'9 player who plays for the Liberty? Liberty. So she's playing with another big. Does that make you feel good? Yeah. Or does that make you feel like that's antiquated basketball? No, Two I mean, bigs. Nah, it's, six nine and six seven. I mean, that's. I mean, the thing about W is you could actually run that, especially if that other big can shoot. Mm-hmm. You can actually run it now, and I actually think the uh, the uh, she can actually shoot the uh, one who plays for the Liberty. I've I've seen her shoot the ball. Her form isn't terrible. Yeah, she can shoot. Yeah, she can shoot. I've seen her shoot the ball. She's so, very thin. thin. She's yeah. very thin. So even though she's she's like a Porzingis to me, mm-hmm. like even though yeah she's six nine, you're not yeah. gonna be banging in the post like that anyway because yeah. you know you're kind of thin. I think Kalani needs to work on dominating. That's yeah. Because she there's, there's going yeah. to be stretches. Let's say Kalani Brown comes back as the fourth big and she's able to average eight to twelve minutes. If she decides that she wants to dominate in eight to twelve minutes, she will have such a great impact that they will be forced to play her more. It's gonna be hard to find minutes for her though. I understand, but I'm just saying if, and, you know, you'll have situations where you may want to low manage players or something like that. Um, You'll have situations where um, NECA will probably have to leave a little bit early to go to the Olympics. So they'll oh, be yeah, playing yeah, time yeah, for yeah, her you're there. Because right, right. yeah, right, the league right, is going yeah. to have to shut down. Shut down, Olympics yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they have... Too many players going yeah. up to the level, yeah. Not only on the United States, but... But the other, yeah. Yeah, the other players who are just from different countries. Different countries but then yeah. also the United States players who have passports in those other countries, too. Yeah. They end up playing on some of those teams. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, for example, I believe Becky Hammond, she played on the Russian national team yeah. in the Olympics before. You know, you got somebody like Gloria, Gloria Johnson on the wing. She has a passport for a European country. I believe it's Serbia and Montenegro. Yeah. So she could be on their team. I mean, um, for Kalani, like yes, the thirty-seven and twenty games are encouraging. But for me, it's just it's great to, that she's getting the actual playing time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that like I think she could have had a better rookie season than what she had if she actually would have got playing time. Mm-hmm. And again, with the thing, the issue with the Sparks is that there's so many bigs. I don't know if she's ever going to get the playing time that she really, really needs to get to be able to dominate in the stretches that you want her to dominate. Yeah, it's going to be a long because it's hard to dominate in eight minutes, bro. It's going to be a that's true. Like, if you think about eight minutes, how much are you getting the ball in that eight minutes? Depends on what you want to do, how they want to focus. If they want to say, like, all right, this is Kalani Brown time. Like, for example. Who does that for eight minutes, though? For example, back in the day when my Pistons still had Boban, whenever Boban would get in the game, he'd get that ball a foot away from the basket, he would score yeah, but he was how buckets. Many, yes, but how many shot attempts was he getting? Probably like three. That's six points. That's six points, and you're getting fouled. You you mess around and have eight, ten points. You can, but that's but but then you get snatched out real quick. Like that's not. I feel you before which because I think she can be like not Shaq, but a Shaq type. Like, like mm-hmm. she has the size pretty much over every, over anybody besides like Liz. She's bigger than everybody else. She so is, I think if she the got only, the only person who like matches her like size for size is Tierra McCowan on the Fever, the yeah. lady who played at Mississippi State, yeah. who was like a clone in size. They both six seven. They both about two forty ish. I mean, they look similar, not similar appearance, yeah, but yeah. similar size. Yeah, that's about that's like about it. So I so I feel you, but I think that she needs more minutes. Okay, so we'll see. If they can create more minutes for her, I know that Derek Fisher loves her potential. And mm-hmm. that's the person who he pointed out as saying, I feel like this person has the most potential. I want to see the most improvement from this player in the offseason. Yeah, when he, he played him. with Shaq. Right. Marina Mabry. What about Marina her? Left hand. <laughs> that's it? Left hand? Left hand and just getting smarter. Okay. Left hand getting smarter and, like, there's no – I mean – Really, yeah, left hand, getting smart, just having more jurisdiction with her shots. I appreciate the fact that she's willing to shoot whatever, mm-hmm. um, but I think have a better jurisdiction would help her out a lot and also but work what, on her left hand. But how does that help her rise above and earn more playing time? That's my thing. It's like, how does that help her? Just because she gets better, how is she going to end up being better than anybody else on the roster? I mean, I don't know. how going to get better. Again, I don't know how much playing time. That's the thing. I don't know how much playing time she can get on, on like this team. Right. Because for her, as a player... 
left hand for one, because I think I even did the game the game against Washington. I remember like, they were just sitting on her left, mm-hmm. and she just kept going right, and they would just steal the ball from her because like she didn't want to use her left. Okay. Um, so I don't know how she gets more playing time on this team, especially if they bring in some of the people that we said they was going to bring in for free agency. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that happens. But just for her being ready down the line again, like you never know what injury may happen. You never know when, you know, your um, number might get called, might get traded somewhere else, so like a better opportunity, who knows. Mm-hmm. But just for her to keep improving her growth as a basketball player. Yeah, because there's a situation that, you know, down the line, Marina Mabry – you know, she proves herself in Latvia. She has spurts in the WNBA. She could be... If somebody decides that they want to build around somebody like that and she keeps improving, she could be worth a late, late first-round pick oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. She definitely could be worth a second. They, oh, definitely, and, can, they definitely can get their pick back. Oh, her. and sliding her feet defensively, too. Okay. Because that was one thing I think. She was a little bit slower feet sometimes last year. I personally want to see her just continue to work on her confidence. I think that a lot of it for her is believing in herself because there was a point in the middle of the season when I felt like she didn't think she was worthy and she didn't think she was good enough to really be playing in the WNBA. She may never say it, but that was the body language I got from her. And that may just be, you know, part of her personality, which you may consider self-deprecating, but I... I personally think people joke in truth. I mean, I just think that was just like, like I think that's just something that all rookies go through in general. I think that just rookies just go through that in every sport or whatever. I mean, especially, especially, I mean, you got to think like she's probably never not gotten, she's probably never gotten the playing time she got last year. Right. I'm pretty sure every level she's been on, she's gotten a decent amount of playing time, maybe outside of her freshman year in college, maybe. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she probably didn't got playing great playing time. I mean, clearly she would know the name. So she got playing time. She's been she's been a star in you know right. high school, been a star in college. You come to the league and you, I mean, you pretty much at the bottom of the barrel as far as when it comes to playing time and like and like on the roster. And you know, even if you do get in the game, it's a blowout, or you get in the game it's for five minutes and they take you out. Yeah, it can mess with your confidence. Let me slide in TRP then TR Ruff and Pratt as Just, a third player overseas. Corner threes. threes. Threes, right? Corner threes, threes. Corner threes, wing threes, everything else. She's yeah. Good. She's good. Just corner threes and wing threes. She had that P.J. Tucker, Bruce Bowen. She three. had the Trevor Reza. <laughs> the 2018 Trevor Reza. Yeah. That's what she needed. 2018 Trevor Reza. They wouldn't be able to take her off the court. I know. She'd play 40 minutes. If she and was she would probably get a max. Yeah. If she was knocking down threes like that, she'd be invaluable. And she'd probably be on the all-defensive team, too, because I feel like they also look at your offensive stats. They do. They do. That's they, weird, they, they, right? They, they, yeah, they like, you can't be stats. a player who has no impact Yeah, no impact offensively and be on the offensive team. Because, one, it'll be hard for you to stay on the court exactly. if you literally have no exactly. offensive impact. Exactly, no offensive impact. But, yeah, TRP has definitely got to be threes because threes. I think the defense will just continue. Like, I don't think she's going to get any worse at defense. Yeah. You know, but the confidence to really shoot the threes because – Beginning of the season, very hesitant. She got into it towards the middle, and then kind of just fell off with the percentages towards the yeah. end, and it became a liability. Yeah, so if you're never a liability from three, if you're making more than one out of three consistently, then you, yeah, that's an unstoppable player. Especially if you for what you're asking her. To especially do. if you do add in another guard, and mm-hmm. you know you get two penetrators. Maybe right. we can get to the lane. Right. Because you know what? When she left college, it wasn't her position that she played the whole time, but she left college as a penetrating point guard. I can tell. She can handle the ball. Yeah. She can she, can she can handle the ball and her like little like when she gets to the free throw line, a little free throw line jump shot is good. So yeah. even if she so again, if she did improve her three points and she could pump fake and people actually had to jump, mm-hmm. she could get to the free throw line, hit hit you know, hit the little right. Jump shot, it would just make her that much better. She's willing to pass. Yeah. Maria Vadiva. Confidence for her. Now, her is actually confidence. But you know what, though? She has amazing stats for Ekaterinburg. She starts oh, no, along, she, oh, she no. starts alongside Brittany Griner. No, I think. Over there. No, I actually. Like, she's probably, like, the best Russian basketball player in the world. No, I honestly think she's arguably the second most talented big on the roster. Mm-hmm. Not even joking. And who's first? Necker. Okay. I mean, obviously, Candace is Candace, but right. Candace is... Outlier. 
Just yeah. make her an outlier. Outlier, like Kansas is Kansas. But I think yeah. she's honestly the second most talented big Like I think she could realistically average like 17 and 8 if you gave her the minutes. I just don't think that yeah. on this team she can never get the minutes. And I yeah. think that because she can't get the minutes, she holds back when she does get in the game. Yeah, I know she can hoop. She's like, to me, she's like a Pagos hoe. We saw, had to give up a comparison. I mean, the first game of the season when Candace Parker was she out. She was balling. She played that one game. Balling. 24 and something. I think it was 24 and 12. Right, making threes every Balling. Yeah. She go hoop. But I just... For her, I really, really think it's actually confidence. Like, I, honestly, I, I honestly think that she needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. Who really, really needs a big and go out there and play 30 minutes a night and then she'll be an all-star. Dude, you know who might trade for her? And who could actually use her? Who? Yo, Sky. Get rid of Dolson. Use her. And but the reason I say that is because James Wade is a part of the the coaching staff there. Dolson is already building. And Dolson is uh, unrestricted too, right? So like she don't have to come back. Mm. I think so. I think she's unrestricted. I could be wrong. I think so. Yeah, she's unrestricted, so she don't have to come back. Trade another pick for her. You're not wrong. That was off the top of my head, but You're not wrong. That's the type of team that would embrace her. She's already playing with oh, and that's on that team she's playing with the Chicago backcourt. It's the Chicago backcourt. Yeah, yeah. Brittany Griner and uh-huh. her. That's yeah. that's for the start. And those things are always street for agent. You don't have to bring it back. I don't hate that. But but for her sake, I, I, I like not if they can't find minutes for her on the on the sparks, which I don't think they can, mm-hmm. just because of the bids that they have. I think they need to trade her and let her, like, fly. Because I think for her, it's literally just confidence. I don't have any type of actual game critiques for uh, Maria besides confidence. But the only thing about that is she's still so young that you can just you can just keep her. She's 21, going to be 22. You can just keep She's still younger than, like, anybody you would draft, and she will have. Yes, she'll be having her third year of experience in the WNBA. You can you just do keep that. her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you holding her back, you know, you, you know, you, you're not letting her grow on the court. But, but it's like how? Just keep her. But when is she ever gonna play though? I mean, that's what they did with Emma Miesemann. Emma Miesemann is in her like seventh year. They just kept her. Until but when they did she? Her. But when did she start playing though? Like when did Emma start getting? When she really, really start getting ticked? Look it up. It's not as much as you think. Look at her development. Nah, bro. She started every game in the second year. She she started every game okay. since twenty fourteen. Right. Like, yeah, she. This is the yeah. She averaged fourteen her first year, and then and that's she played every game fourteen. Then it was twenty seven, twenty seven, twenty nine, twenty eight, twenty three, twenty twenty three. Like, she didn't. She didn't start until last We're year. We're not gonna edit that out. But then I'm lying. Okay. So like, well then, I don't know. They got too many players. They got too many players. They, they got, got too, too many, many players. players at the same positions for the most part. Yeah. And I think four and five is kind of like the same thing at this point in time. Anyway. But how do you – the problem is it's like you got two Olympic-level players. You got a third player that has similar talent level. You got another all-star. But then after that, like how do you determine who's better? It's like you're almost rolling the dice. It's not really about who's better. It's about what fits better. But what are they trying to do? That's the question <laughs> that the new GM go ahead to answer, and not for us to answer. I don't know what they're trying to do. Again, I told you they got two. They got basically two teams. Mm-hmm. They got the team. They got pieces for them from the team that won. Then they got the you know the uh, the this team. But who who's who's next on the list? So next on the list, Sydney Weiss in Spain. Let's what do you want to see her doing. work on? Keep doing what she's doing, honestly. But what if she just came back much better at one thing? I feel like ball handling, maybe. Ball oh, handling. Yeah. Ball handling. Ball yeah. handling. She, she, yeah. Ball handling. Because she played guard, but she can't really. I mean, she can handle the ball, but it's not as tight as it could be. You know what I think she secretly could come back much better at? Three-point shooting. I think she got better over the course of the year. She but did. I, but, but imagine. Yeah, I agree. I but agree. imagine if you felt like half her three-point shots was going down. Like, realistically, you're never really going to shoot 50% from three, but you felt like half those looks is going to go down. That's fair. That's fair. Like, can you imagine that From the wings confidence? and corners for her. Yeah. 
and also ball handling as well, so that they can. You know. But if we if they bring in the people we're talking about, there's gonna be way less ball handling yeah, opportunities is. for her. Then she would have to move to the three and just hey work on your corner threes. But she got the size threes. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. She's six feet. She can realistically like she's a person where it's like if you didn't want to bring TRP back and you want to start her, you could. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah. I, yeah, you could. You but. could. If she could shoot the way you're saying that, yeah. that, 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 you know, she needs to shoot. But if that's the case, then I'm going to add defense in there, too. Like, I want to see her, like, like, get after it. Like, become a dog. Like, yeah, you're going to get beat sometimes, but, like, just, like, get after it. I mean, I think she's good. Get after really, it. I get mean, under it. I mean, I don't really see nobody ever give Sydney drugs to me like that. No, they don't, but she still can go to another level. That's fair. Like, pester people. Like, McCormick. Like, she, yeah, she's not. Sydney's nice. Yeah, she's okay. a yeah, she's a very. I don't, she's I don't a think nice that's, person. I don't think that's in her personality. She's to not. Do that. It's she's, not in her personality. She's to very be very nice to be annoying or be pestering. She's probably my favorite person to talk to on the team. Like she's very very nice. Right. Okay. Raquana, she she just got to chill out. <laughs> Lily, just sometimes calm down. Yeah. In every single aspect of she every. She dropped fifty. She dropped a fifty ball on him already. Yeah, and she, she dropped a. 30 or 40 again. But it's like she's not going to calm down because that's just who she is. Yeah. Like she don't play like that. It's like she going to either go out there and get you 50 or she might go out there and get four fouls in five minutes. That's just who she is. But for her, calm down. And also she's a veteran. Like she what about to tell her to get bench. When she of comes course, back, yeah. she got to come off the bench. Of course. Yeah, you don't want to like, start her. I know they thought it was cool to start her and like nah, yeah, she they had this great, they had a good record when they first started her before yeah, nah. she got suspended. But I don't believe in a guard who, I, I don't like my guards well, no. I like guards who come in and jack up shots to come off the bench. Yeah. So, like, my Lou Wills, my Jamal Crawfords, my those guys. Like, I want, I want you to come in and for the 20 minutes you play, all you think about is putting that ball in the basket. Right. But you don't need to start. Yeah. It's no disrespect to come off the bench. No disrespect. Yeah. It's not She's saying good. that you're not a valued player, that we don't think you're a starter level. Nah, it's just a team. Yeah. It's just what they need you to do. It's a puzzle when you got to fit the right pieces in, in, um, into the puzzle. I wonder what a new GM would think about her if they don't really have a prior relationship with her and they just know that she has stuff in the legal system. I wonder what they would think. Depends on how much they care about that stuff. True. Depends on what you care about. Everybody that has a different moral compass. I mean, it's 50-50 that the GM is going to be well not 50-50 but there's a possibility the GM is going to be a woman how much does she care I don't know do I because want to make a stance about does she want to make a stance does she want to win basketball violence? games I think you can win without Raquana. you could you can win with her you can win without her she's, I mean no not, and, 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 you I don't mean, have to have Raquana nah, Williams on the spot no nah, nah, I agree and, and, and if you're talking about bringing in you know like a Skylar then you probably honestly might want to just let her go because you really don't ever have to have a point in which you don't have Chelsea or Skylar on the court right and you talk about Iguipova and then you just yeah and then you can just bring in some, yeah bring in her and if you want to bring Gumake, in like another Mabry Weez, TRP, you got so many players. But if you were to like sub out Raquana and, and like let's say, I mean sub out as and like she's not on the team and you did have Skyler, you would need another defender. So like just take in, like find you her but on defense off the bench. So TRP? No, nah, I mean. another one? Not yeah, like another one. Who could also shoot? Because you wouldn't necessarily yeah. need her to, like you wouldn't necessarily need her shot attempts. If I have Chelsea and I have Skyler, because I would assume I we got would two never... examples of Agumakes who are not bad defenders. Who? Neka and uh, Janae. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe little sister. You really are that like on this like dude draft. Why would you train. not want three of them on one team? I know you taking up, you know the I mean a quarter of your roster. Just a quarter. I mean it, it all like depends on team chemistry. Like, do you want twenty percent of your roster? No, nah, it's like do you want that many sisters in one locker room? You saw her around this summer, didn't you? Who? I saw, I saw her around this summer. She was here this summer. You probably didn't notice, but I noticed I she didn't. was there. Yeah, I, I didn't. She was I there didn't. a couple games, hanging out know. with her sisters. Yeah. I'm talking about the rest of the people, though. That ain't tampering. She a sister. No, you were talking about you like... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, I'm talking about like the rest of the locker room, though. They separated. They don't even spend... You saw where Necker's locker was and... Janae's locker. That's fair. It's not like they sitting there having that's fair. little personal conversations. Right. That's, fair. that's fair. You're not wrong. Can't argue with that one. They're very, they're very spread out Can't argue in with that, that locker room. 
Can argue with There's them. no clicks there. It is. It is. There's there's space the in between Chelsea and Candace. There's space in between Candace and Chanae. There's space in between Chanae and Neca. They are very spaced out. That's fair. Well, in that locker room, it's not like LeBron and AD. I don't know where they lockers are. They right next. They to right each other. next to each other. It is. I mean, or it like sense. in the Clippers locker room, and they got any clicks in there? I mean. And when I say clicks, I just mean people next to each other where they don't have to talk to anybody else. They can just talk to their friend. Are there people who are next to their friends in that I mean, locker room? Like, not really. I mean, like Kawhi's locker is like, I think Kawhi's locker might be like right, right next to PG's locker. We're like on like the same level, like same little playing as PG's locker, but like not really though. Okay. Like Pat's kind of like when you first walk in, but like Pat is like right next to Zubak. Yeah. And then like just Mo Harkless, then it's like Patrick Patterson in the corner. Then like on the other end, it's like Lou Williams was like across from Pat. Like not really. Okay. Trez is like on the thing. So yeah, not not really. No. Okay. Okay. But let's wrap it up because okay. I actually have to. I appreciate your time, um, but um, no, I think I think it's important. First of all, just to wrap up. You have to see how much money you have to spend. Agreed, agreed. How much money you have to if, spend? If they come up with some capital. great deal where they're gonna put the cap up fifty percent or a hundred percent, then you know what? I'm getting a superstar team, and I'm about to wall I mean, out. Like you, I mean, I mean, like if they put it up a hundred percent, go grab everybody, bro. <laughs> like for one, it's not like like at that point, go grab everybody. We are gonna make all the money back anyway. Go right. grab everybody. If we win, we will figure out how to win. Right. Go grab everybody. Have, it'd be like watching the Olympic team in LA. Literally, it's like go grab everybody. If they put the cap up a hundred percent, to hell with it, bro. Get everybody. Forget all type of team chemistry building. Just go get everybody. Put them on the court. G, you'll figure it out. G, people, Dude, I'd have, come watch the sports. I'd have about seven. Close to max players and everybody else be on rookie deals. Come watch the Sparks, bro. Right. At that point, we'll figure out how to win. I have Skyler, Liz, <laughs> Chelsea. Forget team Necker, chemistry, bro. We'll figure Janae, it out. Candace. We'll figure it out. Who else is they friend? I don't know. I don't but they know. get one we'll more friend. It It'll we'll be the super friends. Put them all out there. Mm-hmm. If that happens. So, yeah. I'm but realistically, they have an opportunity to add one more max level player. Yeah. And so... Figure out who that is, identify that person, and commit to that person. And say your uh, priority list uh, one last time before we, before we get out priority of Priority list, I, I love Skylar Diggins-Smith for the Sparks. So that's number one. Start her instead of Raquana. Upgrade. Secondary, aerial powers. Because I feel like she's versatile. I feel like she can play the two and the three. And then I was, at one point I was on the Angel McCautry kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I got to see how she does. Mm-hmm. But until then, I like the versatility of having somebody who can play 2-2-4, two, two, Dewana Bonner, at 6-4. A 6-4 two-guard? A 6-4-3? She'd be playing three, but I guess. That, she'd be the tallest three in the she league. She would be the tallest three in the league. Yes, she would. She'd be the tallest two in the league. Like, she would. That's the tallest wing in the league. Like, true wing. Yeah. Somebody who's not moving inside like Deladon or even Brianna Stewart or somebody like that. They all got to kind of play yeah. post-ish. But Dewana Bonner starts on the outside. Yeah. So I think that versatility. And then, I mean, you switching everything with her. Well, I don't think you need to switch like that. You, you can switch with her. Yeah, but you don't need to switch like that. Why not? I think people switch too much, and I think switching is overrated. I think that's you. I I I I don't think that they shoot enough threes in the in the W to, to actually be able the to. The team to that one shot enough. The threes. team that ones, yes, them. I think you would need to switch against them, but everybody else, I don't think they shoot enough. That's threes where it's going though. To. You know how it is. We'll see when the we'll Warriors see. changed the way the NBA was played or re-updated. Because I mean, arguably, you could say that they was playing like the speed that the early Pistons and the Nuggets was playing at. They just—I mean, they just like kind of took what Dallas and what Spurs did the year before, and then just added two of the greatest right. shooters of all time, and everybody was like, "Oh, they created!" No, they didn't. Right. That's they what I'm saying. They had two of the greatest shooters ever. There's, yeah. there's examples. Yeah, there's of examples other teams of it. They just like didn't that. have Steph and Clay on the team. And, right. Yeah. Pistons could have played like that, but Isaiah and Joe Dumars—they they could have shot a billion threes. And yeah, they had Mark McGuire, Bill Lambert, Vinny too. Johnson. They yeah. could have shot a billion threes if they wanted to. But, sure. So. We'll have to see what happens, but so 
15th is a deadline. That's when the extension is supposed to end for the current CBA. That's also supposed to be when you can actually start talking to these unrestricted free agents. So around that time, and then February 1st is when free agency is supposed to start. When you're supposed to be able to sign a player. So keep those dates in mind. We'll see what happens. But hopefully this CBA, the first thing, pay them more. Please pay them more. Pay them more. I don't know how Please much pay more, them. I don't know how much but more pay, them, pay, more yeah, pay them more and create a situation where down the line you're going to have the potential to pay them more, that it can just keep going up yeah, yeah. with the revenue. Agreed. 50-50. Agreed. 50-50. Whatever, whatever the NBA got for revenue, just, just do the same for the WNBA. Because... It's going to be a little bit harder to work in, but... Because if... It'll be a little bit harder. If to work everybody in, making more money, everybody makes more money. It's no, really that simple. I agree, but it's gonna be a little bit harder to work in with the um, with the W than with the NBA. I feel like the NBA players got a little bit more power, which is a bias. They do, which is yeah, they do, but. they do. So we'll see what happens. But all right, y'all, it's been the Spark Report. John W. Davis, Pavy, we appreciate y'all. Catch you guys next time. All right, y'all, peace.